And this is Gabrielle, and I'm here with Liz Murphy and Phoebe Hewson and the lovely Jessica oh, Waits, uh, founder and owner of The Plot Restaurant, a brand new vegan restaurant opening January 20th ish right around January there yeah. -ish. put that on your yeah. ish calendar I have not until we get our final health inspection I can't say like yes we're opening right. at this date but all signs point to right around the beginning of the that stretch we're so, gonna pause yeah it. yeah okay. thank right. you so show us around talk to okay. us Tell us what's so going. this is um Basically, the whole structure is counter service during the day and full service at night. So um, you can see there's going to be a hostess stand here. It's actually living in the corner right now. Things are still kind of getting shuffled. Um, but when people walk in, they're going to walk up to the counter during the day and order from the counter either breakfast or lunch. Or there will be grab-and-go refrigeration kind of right over there where that little hole is in the counter <laughs> for those recording. And that'll be... People can just walk up, grab their sushi, vegan sushi, of course. I, I'm going to stop saying the V word now, but we'll just assume from here on out every food item I'm referring to will be completely plant-based. And um, they can do salads, they can do bowls, or or juices out of that grab-and-go refrigeration. Okay. So you can just grab-and-go, or you can order at the counter, have a seat, and be served. Beautiful. At dinner time, we're going to um, turn into full service, and we'll have reservation system, hostess, people can walk in, make a reservation, and be seated and have a full service experience. Okay. So we're kind of looking for um, a good balance between that kind of casual, easy, grab-and-go, daytime lifestyle eating and then nighttime just actually sitting down and really enjoying a, a kind of course that experience. And what time do you foresee that shift will Shift be? is going to be at 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock. Yeah. Good to so, know. Yeah, that's our other two restaurants open at 4. So that kind of is when we feel like we vibe into dinner a little bit and, and do that. So, okay. yeah, we're, we're so excited. <laughs> it's, it's been such a, it's not, I mean, not a madhouse. It's all really well orchestrated. Mm -hmm. um, our construction company here, the, you know, the general contractor is phenomenal. That's Cultivate. They've been doing the best possible job we only took the space in April and then really didn't even start digging in until midsummer and then we had to really just kind of get the building it was just a lot built on top of a lot for years and years of different businesses and a lot of stuff that just didn't make sense and then a lot of stuff we had to do for building and for health code right. so we just kind of pulled everything apart and then just built it back up in a way that was just going to be really easy for us for operations and it's Gorgeous. I mean, it's Thank everything you. you described to us, and we're not even done yet. We're not even done yet. No, and that's the. Um it's not even as cold as I feel. Maybe we're acclimating. I, you know, with the yeah. 40 degrees, I was like, I'm going to be freezing. So um, over on this side, we have what's going to be a little bit more of a communal area during the day. Mm -hmm. And those are going to be your big communal tables. We've got a lot of ports for, you know, plugins for laptops and everything. And then over on this side, it's going to be four tops and two tops. It's going to be a little bit more formal seating. And then we have patio seating as well, which we could walk over to. And that is um, right now currently being <laughs> constructed they're doing stucco out there okay. uh, so there's still a lot going on even on a Sunday um, and then we're we're almost done with the finishings there's gonna be a lot of plants there's a mural going on the side there it's gonna have the um, the quote the future is unwritten which is from Joe Strummer and it's my husband's favorite and for us a huge part of what we're doing here has to do with obviously wanting to make good food and a great business but also to do something that's really awesome for the environment and I think right now people are just I mean I sure a lot of us are just living in this state of kind of almost I don't know if it's depression or panic or fear or feeling like kind of a little bit helpless about what's going on in our environment mm -hmm. and this idea that it is unwritten we still have an opportunity to make some real changes we can do that through our food system Absolutely. so that 
was kind of like, when he said that, there's been moments throughout this project where something will happen and we'll just be like, yes. And when he brought that up, he's loved Joe Strummer forever. And, um, and he said that, I was like, God, that's perfect. You know, that's, and then also we want, you know, another slogan is feeding the evolution because I think from the perspective, we all want a revolution. We all want to just stand up and fight, but we need to, we need, it's a marathon. You know, mm -hmm. we all need to just understand that it's going to happen gradually. And so there's going to be a little feeding the evolution right over there. <laughs> so those are the things. Um, so should we walk around or do you want to ask questions? I mean, we'll ask as we go. Then if yeah. any of you think of questions. Um, also, we're going to be taking pictures of the outside and awesome. I would love to, uh, for you, if you can, show us the, the um, Airbnb. Yeah, the absolutely. We're still waiting on our table. Lance, I love him. He's almost done with it, so that will be good. I'll show you that. Okay. Um, so, okay, so right through here. Oh, we've already talked about that. We've got our bench seating. We've been all agonizing over whether or not to whitewash this. I know it's a weird thing, but we love kind of the industrial gutting look. I was just going to say, this it's looks pretty beautiful, cool, just the way it is. And we... We're going to leave it, and then when we saw how white everything is, both well, my interior designer, she tends toward a little bit cleaner and a little bit more white, but my graphic designer, who's done all of our graphic stuff, he's uh, Black Moon Designs, he's really tended toward a little bit edgier, and when he said he thought we should whitewash this because of the color, I started leaning in that direction. And it's funny, it seems like like such a little thing, but it's something we're all kind of divided on right now. So David's the last man standing for keeping it raw, so we'll see. Yeah, you guys will be able to tell who won. When we... See, okay, interior designer here. Keep it raw. Well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It gives it that yeah. earthy, recycled, yeah. down to earth. Yeah. And, you know, making the, the best of. Yeah, the ceilings are saying that was another one that there was a lot of kind of back and forth on was whether or not we paint the ceilings white, and. I was torn, and I'm so glad that we stayed raw yeah. again. And I think it's, um, especially as we've started to bring in the finishes, we didn't whitewash the walls. We painted the walls, and they still look pretty rough, I think, which uh -huh. I'm, you know, I'm happy with. I think the whitewash, once we tested it out, it would have looked a little too rough. We're really trying to just kind of show love to the, just the bones of the building. Exactly. Stay Oceanside, stay a little gritty, because that's <laughs> who we are. Mm -hmm. But also bring in kind of the, the gleamy, the fun, the, the nice finishes, and a little bit of, um, kind of a little bit of fun design stuff. So I'm glad that you like this because I saw your face when you walked in here and it made me so happy. I know. Katie, yeah. Oh, I'm in love with the that tile I've used probably five times at work. It's and fantastic. It's so funny. And yep. you did it stacked yeah. and you did it vertical. <laughs> yeah. I like that you're excited. Me and your interior designer would be so okay. good. Katie from Solstice Interiors, oh, she's been God. a dream. This is yeah. her first restaurant project. Oh, wow. So she's done she's some tasting well. rooms and she's done um, some residential stuff. And I know she did a really great kind of upscale nail salon, but she hadn't like done an entire restaurant like this. And so she's, uh, yeah, she's been working her butt off and I love her. It's probably one of the my favorite people that I've met, like in the world. So, that's awesome. <laughs> that's, so and, and it's, we're definitely not easy to work with. We've got strong ideas. The, the sconce look was we were in um, Barcelona, and it was right kind of before we jumped in and really started working on this project when we got back. And I was really looking for a lot of design inspiration over there. And I was having a hard time finding those, you know, just those pictures of things that really, because I had random pictures from Japan, from all over the place, like, okay, well, I like this and I like this, but I hadn't seen anything that I really loved that I wanted to 
bring home. And this, the restaurant Flax and Kale, had a very different but kind of a similar theme, sconces like this. Mm -hmm. And so that was where that inspiration came from. Um, and I was really excited about that. <laughs> Flax and Kale is awesome. I um, like the contrast of the modern with the the gently used walls. Yeah, yeah I love those walls. <laughs> That's uh, They're stunning. So... Um, then we've got kind of, well, you can see we've got all the plants here. So behind the bar, we're going to have espresso. We've got Steady State coming in to help us with our espresso. That's a local roastery. He travels to all of his farms, meets the farmers, has a really good relationship with um, with his coffee producers, mm -hmm. and that's something that's important to us, just the traceability and understanding um, where everything we're sourcing is coming from. So Elliot has been amazing and he's helping us he's going to be um, kind of consulting and training our staff on espresso so that's going to be really helpful because I haven't made coffee since you know I was like 18 at Starbucks in Seattle so I'm like I feel like are you yeah I feel like I could still remember the motion before the Starbucks got the push buttons you know and I always love doing it but I'm not going to be that much help training so it's going to be nice to have them so we'll have that we'll have the hard kombuchas the soft kombuchas we'll be doing house-made sodas after some of our byproducts because one of the emphasis points here is to just really focus in on total utilization. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we'll be doing house-made oat milk, and then we'll use the spent oats to make our muffins. So there's a lot of stuff just kind of down the room. Then we'll squeeze the juices. You know, when, when veggies and fruit we can't use anymore for the plates, we'll make juices out of them. If the juices can't be used anymore, they'll be used to ferment into sauces, or the pulp can be used as a koshu or anything else. I mean, I know pulp has broth. a lot of broth. Exactly. Yeah. So there's a lot of different things that we're going to try to just use every step along the way so compost is the absolute last solution not that I mean that there's anything wrong with compost we need all the compost we can get um, all over the planet but just for us here we just really want to show that we can we can um, kind of just use every single part so that's where those house-made sodas will come from. And then what else do we have here? We'll do wine. We're working um, with some local wine reps to kind of bring in as much. Um, we're kind of, we were trying to learn more about the natural wines versus like the SIP certified. We're looking for a lot of the SIP certification because that kind of kind of hits all the points. So mm -hmm. that's been a metric for us. And then, um, of course, vegan wines. Mm -hmm. um, use the V word again. And then <laughs> beers, the same thing. We're really looking for them. For that, um, all the beers that we can bring in locally that are still, of course, vegan. And then, what else will we have? I'm trying to remember. Sakes are still kind of up in the air. I think there'll be stuff that we bring in after we open, but really our focus is bringing in the kombucha. We'll have um, living tea for our soft kombucha, local roots for our hard kombucha. And so just trying to work with all of our friends and local vendors who have mm -hmm. supported us along the way, too. Excellent. So, yeah. Uh, let's see what's out. What else is going on? There's my ride. <laughs> it's, cool. it's, it's too cold for that baby right now. Okay, <laughs> my little scoot. Um, and then a uh, communal table will be going here. Those are all the benches for the outside. We have these really cute um, outside benches, and then we'll have more planters on the outside patio. We're just waiting for the floors to get done in the outside patio, and then we'll be putting these big planter boxes in. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I love about our current restaurants is that the chefs can go outside and then just pick what they need for garnishes. The servers, if they're garnishing desserts, mm -hmm. they can go out and they can pick you know edible flowers or herbs that they need. So we're going to set up the same thing here. We'll have our bigger producing garden in the back. But then we have just these little kind of big planner boxes that we can have the chefs running out to and then try to keep it decorative too so that, you know, it actually it yeah. contributes to the aesthetic, <laughs> but, but it has to be tasty. Um, 
So we'll have plants along the wall up there. We'll have, this is gonna be a really fun plant wall. Katie should actually be in in a little while. She's gonna be decorating today. Um, our windows are still kind of in the way, so we might have to move those. But she's got some cool framed black and white photos of some stuff that's been going on in the community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, um, I think one of our biggest things is it's really important that no matter what we do moving forward, we stay connected to our communities. Yep. And the reason we found this location is because we, I mean, we pushed, we looked everywhere, but we really wanted to be in Oceanside. And because Oceanside has been so supportive and it's just been such a fun community to grow with. And so this will have some pictures of some local gardens and things that have gone on around town. And then also some more plants because mm -hmm. <laughs> we need all the plants we can get. Um, same thing back here. We'll have glassware on lower shelves. We'll have plants up along top. This is really cool. So I want to give a huge shout out, whoever is, this is Black Moon Design, this is our friend Brandon, and Bran um, does all of our logos and stuff, he's so incredibly creative, but this pattern was growing on the exterior of the building. We pulled some wood away, and then whatever kind of little, is it lichen, or whatever kind of little moss or something was growing on the outside of the walls, so he took pictures of it and then he integrated it into everything that is here. So we've got um, our menus, we'll have that as our pattern. Our website has that pattern on it. So that was just something where we really, were really obsessed with. Um, I wanted him to do mycelium because we, we use a lot of mushrooms here. Yeah. And I'm just so fascinated by mycelium. But then when he took that picture, he's like, I'm gonna use this and put that in there. So oh, yeah, I thought that was really cool. That was one and of those. And it looks very earthy. It mm -hmm. looks, it goes with the name a mm -hmm. lot. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, um, so that's, and I like Brand because he's kind of got that, um, you know, that edginess, but then also that understanding of how we just want to kind of reintegrate all the things that we, that, that are important to us. He understands. Mm -hmm. His mm -hmm. wife, Rayra, works for us over at um, Rich and Rodent. She's actually our kindness cultivator. That's her, she's our service manager, but I told her her, like her secondary or other role is to cultivate kindness within our organization because she is the kindest person I've ever met. Like, have you met Rayra? She's just like, like a glowing little, <laughs> like, I don't know how to explain her. She's like otherworldly. Um, come on through. So we just started setting up shelves last night. Um, a lot of um, a lot of the stuff had to be new just to try to put the kitchen together. But then we're salvaging as much as we can from the previous restaurant that was here. Luckily, we had a big storage shed, so the previous restaurant just left a ton of stuff, and then we put it all out in storage. And we're going to start moving everything back in today. Mm -hmm. So this kitchen's going to look a lot different by about six o'clock tonight. Oh, sure. But um, so the it's massive. I know it's it's about. It's almost 2,000 square feet from what I understand. Just yeah. the kitchen? Well, I would say wow. probably 1,600. It's still a little small. Yeah. 1,800. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, I would say probably when you look at it, it would be close because um, the whole space is 4,400 and we almost cut it in half um, and that's without the patio. So, mm -hmm. so the goal of this kitchen, um, we were originally looking for, you know, a 40-seat restaurant. This is 150 seats. Um, we wanted just a small little footprint to get started at. But once we saw this, we realized that this can be a hub for multiple locations. Absolutely. So in addition to supply in this restaurant, we're already doing catering. We had to kind of slow our roll because we didn't have enough production space for the plot catering. Mm -hmm. So now that we have this kitchen, we can really start bamping that up. We'll be doing the grab-and-go retail stuff. So as soon as we can do the um, USDA and the HASA plan and all of that, we can start distributing that out of this kitchen. And then also smaller footprint locations. 
operations. Yeah. So if we do like three more down in San Diego that are very small, we can produce a lot of the stuff that we're doing from scratch here and spoke it down. Absolutely. I keep saying spoke and somebody's like, you have bad grammar, but I'm like, hub, spoke here. I know. So <laughs> I think my, the metaphor. my stepson was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so this is just kind of, this will be a little server station. This is um, refrigeration. We'll be doing all of our sushi, vegan sushi, sorry. <laughs> and then our, um, our uh, salads and all of our kind of cool stuff out of this side. We've got our hotline. We can come through here. I don't know. I think we only have one small freezer out of all of these. I don't know which one it is. Um, won't be doing much frozen. Is that a rice cooker? This is our rice cooker. Wow. It's a little, it's a buddy. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, a little buddy. it's a little buddy. Oh, you'll see my big buddy over here. Oh. I'm really excited about him. Um, so then we've got fryer. We've got your grills. I mean, the chefs are all way more your planted. I bet they're so here. excited to touch all this brand it's, new. That's the thing. Stuff. We've never had anything new. David and I are like the king and queen of scrap. Like we, the whole other two restaurants were decorated with garage sale finds, right. hand-me-downs from other friends who, you know, had restaurants um, and his old catering equipment. And so, I mean, when we opened Wrench, we didn't even have a stove. It was a um, a little grill and a toaster oven. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, wow. so, I mean, that's like, so this, opening a restaurant with this is just we kind of just keep looking around like I can't believe this is happening um so that convection oven so this is big buddy right here this when I saw oh. this guy I was like okay somebody is serious about baking serious and so oh, this is that. our little baking station oh he found my tool chest thank god we were looking for that last night sorry <laughs> I was a little a little excited there um so yeah that's we're gonna be doing all of our baking in-house we've got um some pretty big goals as far as getting getting a lot of stuff made in-house yeah. as much as possible and and we've at rent we've traditionally outsourced a lot of our desserts we just didn't have the space but here because we have Chris our partner he actually really likes to bake and then he got Dave in baking and now David's been on a roll these days I don't know if anybody saw the um, tortillas that he made out of avocado yeah. seeds or pits so he made flour out of avocado seeds and then created tortillas out of them. So the um, the goal of again with the zero waste stuff, um, we've already been doing avocado seed mole because it's another thing when you're doing a lot of sushi. A lot of people like avocados, a lot of avocado toast eaters. So having um having the pits and just looking at them like, well, we can't plant this many avocado trees. <laughs> like this is a lot. So he's been he's been um, grilling them. He's been turning them into mole, and then he made a cream sauce out of them at one point. Now he's making flour to make tortillas. Do you have to dry them completely before you make a flour out of them? Um, I'm not sure how he did it. We can follow up on that and put that in the show notes. You yeah. know, he's, he's the cook. Everybody thinks I'm a yeah, chef. Totally I'm curious. not a chef. I've said this so many times because everybody's like making me little buttons that say Chef Jessica. I'm like, I cannot claim that. Um, the guys, my stepson and David, have to keep an eye on me when I cook. I watch them both. They just swoop in and turn things off, turn things on, toss them for me, you know, because I just wonder off. And it's, I'm just not. I look at you and everything that you do, and I'm just like, there's so, yeah, I'm just not a chef. So, um, I love to cook veggies. I mean, that's that's great, but I think I'll leave the cooking to them. Um, so then we've got walk in over here. Um, I see a Robocoop or a food processor over there. Um, let's see, big walk in, dish pits, all the good stuff, another prep sink. Um, and then there's plenty of space to set up. We get tables on wheels for when we have to do prep up big caterings and all of that kind of stuff. Then um, we're going to hide all the alcohol back there, employee restroom. <laughs> this has been my little lair for quite a while. Um, it's 
the guys all warned me about construction dust. They're like, do not do anything in here until we get through all the demo. And so I decorated, and of course, because <laughs> that's me. And then the home place was just covered in construction dust, and the, the air was so bad in here. So I just keep bringing our plants through and rotating, and then also with the diffuser. Here, let's turn that bad boy on. Um, I'm just trying to keep the air, and then we're putting a window in too. But um, it's just like, oh my god, they were so right. I should—I was like shaking. It was—I probably mopped in here like 20 times, and there's so much dust on the ground. But, yeah. Yeah. but yeah, so this is where I've been hanging out. Um, and then we can walk over to the plotlet if you want. Yes, and go. Yes. Let's go over there. It's really pretty. See if anybody's been drinking beer in there again <laughs> on the on the property. Um, I'll show you the bathrooms too, really quick, because I think they're really pretty. Uh, so these are the communal bathrooms, and then, um, again, Katie's, Katie Tile, that was like her obsession, and I love it. That's I've got a couple extra ones, I'm not sure what I'm going to do with them yet, but um, these are just going to be gender neutral, and then, of course, we had to put a urinal in for the city, because apparently that's important. So we have our <laughs> urinal, guys. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and we're going to do, um, Grant's going to do some kind of graphic art stuff for the wall, some mushroom kind of black and whites and stuff like that. So there's still some definite decor to go up, but this is, um, these are our bathrooms. conservation stuff in line, work with as much, um, many different recycled products as possible, and then also, keep, of course, keep our prices in line. So there was a lot of kind of balancing going on. Um, but something like that, where the tile, of course, was a little bit more spendy, it's like, okay, well, let's put that in one, you know, just one spot, but really make it pop and focus on it. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, so this, this all, all of this belongs to you at the Victoria and Albert Museum. I just really like that. Um, they have it up on the wall, and it's because I think it's publicly owned or it belongs to the community. But that was just this idea to kind of say, like, I don't, you know, I don't really know. I think a lot of people, a lot of people contributed to the crowd race, so really, it a lot it belongs to a lot of them because they helped build it. And then also, just we have this idea of really just open sourcing everything we do and. I was doing an interview ages ago with uh, Vegan Danielle, and I was talking about how to make these things, like the banana peel tacos. And she's like, aren't you afraid people are going to copy them? And I was like, that is absolutely what I want them to do. Because it's for us, it's like we can always have more ideas, but the idea that everybody can do these things um, and really start to make it more of a difference and it can be more impactful. If they, you know, So I don't, I don't know. This just It was meaningful to me, and I just kind of liked it. So <laughs> it's kind of like one of those things with our name at the other restaurant, Ranch and Rodent. We can come up with like, 20 different reasons why we named our restaurant that but at the end of the day it's just because we liked it <laughs> like um so this is the plot cottage and i don't remember what state it was in before you guys when you, you came here last just, i i would say it was probably about 75 percent okay finished on the inside on the inside as far as all the furniture you were putting in yeah there. so yeah. This idea was we we didn't really anticipate getting a little residential dwelling with our with our restaurant space and it came with a lease and um, so what we decided to do is we have this space over there we want to go over here 
Oh no, I was just oh. letting them know that A was over there. Oh, <laughs> cute. Two rooms? Yeah. Yeah, so um, I don't remember the code on that one. I don't have the keys on me right now. <laughs> so that's just a little one bedroom with a really cute little shower and bath. Uh -huh. And then um, over on the other side, there's a storage shed that we're using for all of our catering operations for both, uh, both restaurants. Because um, we have another catering company. And then, so this guy, I just kind of redecorated. And then the idea was to just start growing as much as possible out here. So we're going to have, you know, oh, we've we just planted. I know there's so many little dudes. So one of the things is Bianca, who's our farmer, just kind of wanted to start um, getting some nutrients into the soil. So she planted a bunch of kind of cover crops with um, okay. some clovers and such. So um, you'll see all the, all the little clovers. And there's some little lettuces that have gone and started growing. And then I don't know how they like this weather. It's pretty chilly, but um, they then seem to be doing pretty peas. well. Yeah, They're everybody seems pretty happy. Yeah. Um, and then we've got our passion fruit that we're gonna have grow along the sides, oh, and then um, all the little peas. And oh yeah, you eat something? You guys hungry? I don't know who. <laughs> I don't know what what is what at this point. But I see these little green sprouts, and I just want to put them in my mouth. <laughs> it's just the first instinct. I love those little pea buddies along oh, the yeah. back. Um, oh, wow. And so right now we're just trying to get the nitrogen in the soil and really start to, um, I'm not the expert on cover cropping or regenerative agriculture techniques, but Clearly everybody's yeah, happy. everybody's happy. Yes. And, um, Bianca from Community Roots Farms has been amazing in helping with all of this. Creating you can tell where beds. all the water and the shade, I don't know yeah. what's going on <laughs> You here. can see there's a party <laughs> over there. Uh, that's really funny. They're all, they're all over there. Like, hey, guys, the this is where we hang out. Yeah. So, um, so the goal is, um, so we have Lance from Raw Edge Designs. He's putting the table in down the middle. It's going to be a, just kind of a big raw edge table that's going to be feed about, uh, seat about 20 people with bench seating. So this will be a space where we can have different chefs come together and um, we can do small community meals, we can do fundraisers, we, whatever it is. It's just kind of another fun space. And the other thing that I love about this is uh, that's our parking lot too. So people can come to the plot and they can park and then they can see food. Right. And that to me is so important, the idea that people can see where their food's coming from mm -hmm. and get get a little closer to it because I think it's so easy to just be like oh food comes from you know there the grocery store that's fine and that's the the end of the thought process and so to see like oh okay well the chefs are actually coming over here and picking and bringing back to the restaurant like that I think that's really exciting yeah so um, and then hopefully I'm hoping we can fit some more planter boxes I just want all garden but then I understand the idea of having a table and trying to do events so I'm like okay let's get the table in and then see how much more we can grow right um, and I feel like there was a little buddy over here having a snack um, oh. And having a party, Girling. I have to clean this up. But look, it got pulled out. There's been things that have been nibbled on. Yeah. So there's somebody a little. Somebody was looking somebody for roots. Somebody was hungry. Look at this. Look, somebody ate all of these little guys. I hope they're um, okay. Oh, they'll just grow back. So no, I meant the whoever ate yeah. them. Oh, I think. It was like a random oceanside human, like the alley zombies. But um, yeah. So, <laughs> Yeah, um, so yeah, so this apparently was somebody's snack and we can, let me open this one up so we can go in here. Now, did you guys chop the palm tree or was that chopped? No, that was already chopped and they keep telling, I know, and they keep telling me, somebody was like quoting me to get it removed and I'm like, do I have to remove that? I don't know. Like to me, I just think it's kind of, it's there and somebody wanted to carve a totem pole into it, but yeah, that was, that was gone before we got here. We would not... Take any tree. That was the one thing with the front. The um, you guys saw the front there with all the landscaping, yeah. and you see those palms that are right in the front. 
Um, at first, our architect and the general, you know, we were talking, they were talking about wanting to take those out for better visibility and do these big planters. Uh -huh. And the planters were going to, you know, put them in and plant plants. And then we're all looking and we're like, that's not who we are. We're not going to just pull out palm trees, even if it's like a better look to have the planters in there. Right. So we just, we're just like, we can't do that. So we just left everybody where they belong that's in the ground. <laughs> yeah. So we definitely moved the, the uh, landscape architects moved some stuff around, but all of the, the plants were repurposed. So, um, come on. Let's see. Sorry, that was me talking to my feet. Not. Um, <laughs> so this is. I don't know how far along you guys saw it. It was. It's probably pretty much there right now. Um, when you saw it. This is yeah. Yeah. Nice. So there's nothing really that much else has been done. You had a couple of beds that weren't unpacked yet. Oh, cool. was that it? Okay. Yeah. So now we have beds, and um, that TV is. It hasn't been listed yet, and I need to get a better thing to put the TV on. So I'm putting that over there on a little shelf unit. So I've just been hunting for that. So that's probably gonna find going to happen soon <laughs> before somebody comes and stays Most here. What's that? What's the price range? What's the price? Oh, for this? <laughs> yeah. um, I believe like on peak times, it's going to be a, a little over $200 yeah. a night. So for a three bedroom, walking distance from the beach and all of this great community That's stuff, great, I feel like that, that would be yeah. a... If you want to find spot. it, to stay, yeah. if someone wants to find it, do they type the plotlet in, or how is it listed? I I know it's on Airbnb, VRBO. As I, you, if you search the plots, they do. I would call it the right. plot cottage. So right. I think that's how it would be listed. Or if you just look for rentals in Oceanside, I'm sure you could find it. I think it's North County Property Management that manages it. Okay. So. And when is it available then? It is available currently. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just, um, they really wanted me to put a TV in. I don't, we're not TV people, so I didn't really know how to get a TV or what to do well, with a TV. Well, who really spends some money and, to come yeah. to the beach to watch TV? And so they really wanted me to put a TV in it, so I got this TV, and now I have to figure out what to do with it. So if I see it rented, I'll hustle, but until then, I'm just, I need to get a little shelf and put the TV <laughs> over there. And I just come through here, you know, every day or so and rotate the plants and um, try to keep everybody happy. So, sorry, I'm looking past the with that little guy who needs a little love over there but um yeah so that's this is just our little rental cottage and then the goal for this like we have um our friend chef peter harrison from england who comes over once a year and you know there's chefs up in la that we want to collaborate with so one of the things that we're excited about is now we have a place where we can invite people to come and to cook with us too mm -hmm. and so there can be collaborations and and so it's you know it's nice that it's here and it can be a revenue stream but more importantly it could be something where we can bring community together around Absolutely. food so yeah. You know, there's always that that higher purpose to that. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. so let's see. We're we're official. We did all <laughs> things right. That little plant is happy over there. Oops. Would you somebody find switching that lock on that? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Thank you. It's just yeah. so much easier if we do it that way. Then, the goal eventually will be to do more planting along that strip along the road there because we technically can I just the city if we do anything too quickly they're going to want us to run irrigation out there right um and I think we actually have a line that gets to there so potentially we could start growing some fruit trees and some other things along there um I planted a bunch of just random rosemary and lavender and stuff over um and that little strip which isn't really our property but I just did it anyway nobody complained they, yeah. so <laughs> I just kind of keep keep just doing what we're doing so um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah this is pretty much where we've been hanging out non-stop we've got some stucco going in here I'm hoping our windows will get put in but do you have any questions about the project or anything no I think you've covered a lot of okay cool it's angry over there are those the parrots <laughs> <laughs>
Who's over there? <laughs> you hear yeah, them? Yeah. 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 There's a. You've seen them, Liz, right? The the rogue parrots. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do they squawk parrots. like that? Uh-huh. Oh, really? <laughs> Things we want to keep it just a really simple, awesome, clean menu. Right. So Yeah. Cool. But it'll still be pretty epic. Yeah. Now, do you have any chefs you want to do a shout-out to? Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, okay, so this is so exciting. Sorry, I get so excited. <laughs> it's like I've been getting up earlier and earlier, and I never was a morning person, and now I'm just really digging being a morning person, so this is so fun. Um, so Chef David, my husband, who is just my hero, I love, I mean, his total utilization practices are phenomenal. His dedication, his excitement for the vegan movement, I mean, he loves cooking with plants. He wooed me with his plants, um, you know. Know, 10 years ago, eight years ago, uh, Chef Christopher Logan, who is our other partner, and he has been cooking with me his entire life and decided this is what he wants for his future and for the future of cooking. And he understands all of the benefits of it. And I mean, is making this decision after how many four decades of being a chef to start. Sorry, <laughs> it's really loud. <laughs> So making this decision to really start to um, dive in on the veggie, this is what he's committed for for his future. So that to me is really meaningful to have a chef who's been doing it for so many years. <laughs> We're in a construction zone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if I can record my shout, my shout out. You're louder and louder. Like you're literally doing shout outs. Now. Yeah, I'm actually shouting. Well, it's so funny because I love the fact that they're walking right past the microphone and just like yelling. Look at me. So, um, yeah, so Chef Christopher, I think his commitment to this movement has just been so exciting to witness as he's evolved as a chef and he's gone through and... I mean, he has, what, 40, 40 years in this industry working with chains like Outback. So he definitely wasn't a vegan chef when he came on board. And now he's getting so excited to go back and learn how to remake all of his... Veganize Yeah, it. veganize yeah. everything. Veganize it like that. And then also there's um, Chef Poncho, who was... We met him when he was down at Serena. Then he ended up going, and he's vegan, and he cooked me one of my favorite vegan-tasting menus. We've been following him and t- staying in touch. He went up to San Francisco and was working at a Michelin our restaurant up there really wanted to be a part of this project he is now coming back down here to work so he's going to work with us too and so we're incredibly excited for this team and then there's Kevin Skiba who's another local chef who's coming in we've got a bunch of people that we've been talking to that we're going to bring on but um yeah so our culinary team is going to be a lot of fun and you know a good range of you know traditional omnivore chefs uh creative mad scientist types and then actual hardcore vegan chefs too so they're I think they're going to learn a lot from each other yeah yeah I'm so excited. <laughs> what a, give us a price range for people listening. Trying to keep it really moderate. And that's one thing I was talking to um, some investor friends who were kind of like, wow, those are your price points? I'm like, yeah, but the best things is with plants and with total utilization, we can keep our, our costs really low. And we don't want to just keep our costs really low and then just gouge. We're going to try to find a way to keep everything really moderate. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're looking for breakfast, you know, anywhere from 8 to $12 um, with an item that you can come in and get for 6 or a pastry that you can get 
that from before. Lunch, probably around the same range. Mm -hmm. um, dinner will bump up. It'll probably be a little bit more from like 14 to 20 type um, entree options. But really, really want to keep it manageable because yeah. our idea is the more people we can feed with plants, the better. So we want to make it, you know, just aim for volume and really get people in here. Mm -hmm. um, but then, you know, again, with the way that we're, we're producing our food, we can do that and still be a profitable restaurant because that's important too because yeah. if we don't stay in business we're not going to do anybody right. any good so so that's the goal right there is to kind of stay within that range Beautiful. so yeah I know I like to get full for ten dollars like that's my thing so <laughs> that's the hangry vegan at the wet needle like go in there and get a bowl of ramen and get super full for around ten dollars and I, I think that's great yeah so yeah so it's not affordable and accessible to everyone. We understand that, but we're going to do our best. And we're also opening with a donation of, I think, 3,000-plus meals to Feeding San Diego that'll be vegan meals. Um, and we're committed to doing a lot with our local communities um, to try to support and give back, too. So that's a big part of our mission. So you do it. It's on its way. <laughs> it's on its way. I love it.